you nostalgic wedding planners. Welcome to a special Christmas episode of 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of Beverly Hills 90210 from Fox to the CW. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm Nick Gunning and I've seen them all. You can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Other shows on the network include Is It Classic? Does It Rock? Where we pick a band or artist and go through their discography album by album, track by track. Three Nice Things, where we force ourselves to say three nice things about a movie with a bad, like The Phantom Menace, uh-huh. uh, reputation. No, wait, oh. wait. <laughs> oh, no, you said yes, and we all heard it. <laughs> a bad and often earned reputation. Kendra was just on The Phantom Menace episode, so you can listen to her there. Talk nonsense. Loved it. Radio 64, featuring video game music remixes hosted by Dusk versus Tweak, and previously on X-Men, where we look back on X-Men comics, movies, shows, characters, and more. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod, and please rate, subscribe, and share the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Christmas time! Yay! So we are taking a break from our 90210 rewatch to discuss a Christmas movie starring some 90210 alums. Well, yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> this week... <laughs> This week, we are discussing the Lifetime original movie, A Very Merry Daughter of the Bride. Yes. Yep, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into that West Beverly blaze. All right, here we go. I'm an investigative reporter for the West Beverly newspaper. This movie originally aired on December 20th, 2008. Okay. Would you like to know some other Christmas movies I'm from sure, 2008? I bet I already know them. I'm a Christmas movie <laughs> connoisseur, but go ahead. All right. One of your favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas Kincaid's Christmas Cottage. Oh, paint the light, Thomas. <laughs> Sorry. Paint the light. Jared Padalecki and Peter O'Toole. This movie <laughs> is so hilariously bad. I've never seen it, but th- you guys just, just quote it, and I feel like I've seen it's, it. I mean, Jared Padalecki, who plays, who plays uh, what's his name, Dean on, on Gilmore Girls, yes. and is also on Supernatural. Yes. Uh, plays Thomas Kincaid, the painter of light. <laughs> the you know, painter of the light. The painter of light. Uh, and Peter O'Toole plays like a 105-year-old like <laughs> mentor. And his, his advice to Thomas is, say it Paint, with me, paint the light, Thomas. Thomas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, oh, if man. you haven't watched it, it is, it's enjoyably bad. Was that like a TV yeah, I was, yeah. Okay. It might even have been Lifetime. I don't remember. Okay. It could have been Hallmark. Uh, a Muppet's Christmas, Letters to Santa. Oh, that's a fun one. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not as good as like the cl- like Muppet's Christmas yeah. Carol or even Muppet Family Christmas. I don't Christmas, think I've seen it. But it is pretty good. Yeah, I like it. A Miser Brothers Christmas starring Mickey Rooney. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see that one? I, I don't know if I've Do you remember the one. old... I don't even remember what it's called. Maybe it's... Is it Year Without a Santa Claus? Yes. That's the, my favorite one. Is that the one with Heat Miser and Snow yes, Miser? Okay. A year without Santa so Claus. this is a this is like a sequel that was put out in two thousand eight, oh. and Mickey Rooney reprises the Santa voice, and I think it's Heat Miser who's repli- reprises the voice from oh, the other. Cool. So, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad for a TV Christmas movie sequel forty years <laughs> after the original. Also, on September second, two thousand eight, the CW debuted nine hundred two one zero, a reboot slash sequel to Beverly Hills nine hundred two. Pretty good year, two thousand eight. Then, yeah. How many years before we get to be talking about the CW era. Uh, Three, four. I don't know. It's a long time. I'll be in my 40s. We'll get there. All right. Let's go beyond the zip code. Let's do it. Though best known for playing Brandon Walsh on Beverly Hills 90210, Jason Priestley is also very active behind the camera. His many credits as director include 15 episodes of Beverly Hills 90210 plus one each for the CW 90210 and Fox's BH90210. In 2011, he directed the heartwarming family Christmas film Dear Santa, starring Amy Acker and Melrose Place alum David 
Hayden is it Hayden? Probably David Hayden, Hayden, Hayden Jones. David Hayden Jones. David Hayden Jones. I've actually not seen this movie, so I have not either. You know, maybe next year maybe. for the Christmas special. Maybe. Yep. Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? Well, I would love to tell you. <laughs> we have Mr. Luke Perry. I'm telling you the 90210 alums first, even though they're yes. not the primary characters in this. Correct. I understand. I mean, Luke Perry is pretty. Luke Perry's he's a primary. There. He's in a primary character, yes. Luke Perry as Charlie. So I was going to do a thing where everybody I listed here, I was only going to list their Christmas credits. Mm-hmm. This is Luke Perry's only Christmas credit, mm. besides like the 90210 Christmas episode. Perhaps this soured him on Christmas I guess on maybe, Christmas it, movies. maybe it did. So Luke Perry appears here in a supporting role, but it's still a pretty major role yeah. uh, as Charlie. Jason Priestley appears very briefly <laughs> as William. Jason Priestley also appeared in uh, a special called Santa Dude. Well, he he plays the character of Santa Dude in, <laughs> <laughs> in the True Meaning of Christmas specials and Chip in 2019's An Assortment of Christmas Tales in No Particular Order. Hmm. So maybe we'll have to do that one for next year. Yeah. Jason Priestley has to be in it more than he was in this movie. I know. I, I kept waiting for him to come back. I know. And he I never did. <laughs> it's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. It's weird. We'll get into it. Uh, our main characters are Joanna Garcia Swisher as Roxanne. Roxanne. She's, <laughs> uh, she's probably best known for playing the daughter, Reba's daughter, Cheyenne, on the uh, CWWB sitcom Reba, which you hate. Yeah, not a She fan. also, I mean, she's done many, many things. Uh, so I pulled out Freaks and Geeks. She was recurring on Freaks and Geeks. She played Ariel on Once Upon a Time. And she guest starred with Jenny Garth on the sitcom What I Like About You. Oh, she's also in like a Bridesmaids movie that's not yes. Bridesmaids. Right. But it's a different. Yes, it's the one with, with Raven uh, Simone. That's it, Raven yeah. Simone. Yeah, you're right. Helen Shaver as Rose. Again, I thought she's had such a long career. Certainly, she's done Christmas movies, but no, just like Joanna Garcia and Luke Perry, no Christmas movies. <laughs> but she played Doctor Corrigan in about 90 episodes of Poltergeist: The Legacy. Hmm. Uh, she also appeared in Columbo, 4400, and T.J. Hooker, and she was Little Littlefoot's mom's voice Aww. in The Land Before Time. So this woman has made me cry Aww. many a times. So sad. All right. Thanks for nothing, Helen. <laughs> we have Kenneth Walsh as Jack. This guy has some Christmas credits to his name. Oh, good. Let me tell you what. Good. Uh, Kenneth Walsh appeared as Dimitri in Nutcracker's Christmas, Newton Baker in The Man Who Saved Christmas, and he also appeared in the films Christmas on Division Street and Christmas in America. Well, he found his thing and he stuck with it. Lucas Bryant, oddly enough, as Dylan... Dylan. <laughs> that really made me laugh. I know. <laughs> uh, he, in 2019, appeared in Time for You to Come Home for Christmas, a 2019 Hallmark Christmas movie with a very cumbersome name. He also appeared with Jason Priestley in Jason Priestley's 2019 show Private Eyes and Stephen King's Haven. So How he's do you worked find with... all these connections? Do you just like know what people have been in and you see stuff and you just are like, oh, Jason Priestley was in that? I, I do think that's the real <laughs> answer, Yes. <laughs> Because <laughs> I have no idea how you would find <laughs> those connections. And finally, we have Chantel Perrin as Tish. 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 How many times did Joanna Too Garcia many. Swisher say Tish in this movie? Too many. Okay. She appeared in the films Carol's Christmas, The Twelve Men of Christmas, Snow 2, and Merry In-Laws. Sn- snow 2. Snow 2. Like there was a snow S- Yeah, one. snow. I think, I think those are the movies where... What is... Oh, I'm just going to write me crazy. The guy from... Flash, who plays Harrison Wells. Can you think of his name? Oh, I don't know. Okay. I can't. Well, he plays Santa Claus, in, but Tom Cavanaugh. Uh, he plays, I think, Santa Claus in Snow and Snow 2, but our friend Chantel Perrin as Tesh only appears in Snow Tash. 2. Yep. 
So that's our that's our primary cast. All right. Plus Jason Priestley. Yeah. <laughs> For a brief moment. <laughs> all, all too brief. All right. Well, let's get into it. Our synopsis for A Very Married Daughter of the Bride is a 20-something wedding planner who is unable to put a stop to her mother's whirlwind romance. I can't say whirlwind. Whirlwind romance decides to take charge and plan it herself instead. That is not a good synopsis. No, it's not really. You, is, you you miss you miss a lot of nuance. Also, twenty something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. She's she's pushing thirty. <laughs> I think. Um, so if you want to pause and yeah. watch this movie, yeah. Um, I it's on Amazon Prime yeah. for free. I watched it on Tubi. Tubi's where I watched called? it, yeah. Um, for free. Yep. So pause it. It's pretty quick. Yeah. It's pretty. Well, it's pretty minutes. short. So uh, I, pause I, it and then come back. I mean. As far as Christmas movies go, I've seen worse. Let me say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. It, we'll, it wasn't the worst movie. We'll discuss I've ever it in seen. detail at the end, but I think it's worth a watch once. Yes. Okay. Okay. So it opens with this like crazy animation of like words and yeah. like and pan like what's it called when you when you go from one scene like to panning. Another? Is it panning? Yeah. Is that the word I'm looking for? There was a lot of weird like magical Yeah. I didn't get it like at all. It's, like it's a magic movie. Yeah, but it's like not. it's a magic movie. But it's all not. of the credits are like and the and the the music was very like Danny Elfman. It was very like bum 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 yeah, bum bum. Yeah, it was strange. So it was yeah, all like was cursive, like steel magnolias kind of yeah font. But it was all always like pixie and it dust was like and pink magic. And green. It was very it was strange. A weird weird didn't, color didn't combination. Didn't fit with the movie at all. So right away, it's gotten weird. But yeah, so we 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 come in on uh. Roxy and her mom Rose yes. are getting they're they're rushing to this wedding for Tish because yeah. they're Tish. We, they're wedding planners. Tish. Um they run a uh, a wedding boutique right. and they're they're putting on the this wedding for for Tish. So they Tish. they are running around doing all this stuff, finally get there and I loved those cell phones by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> those were yeah. beautiful cell phones. <laughs> Good old 2008. Those belong in a museum. <laughs> Um, so they finally get to the the wedding place, and yeah. they're they're trying to calm Tish down because she's very upset. And they call; they're looking for their assistant, right? Mm-hmm. And they finally call her cell phone, and they hear it in the, the closet. Phone call is coming from in the house. <laughs> it is from in the closet, right next to yeah, them. Yeah. So you hear some shuffling and and banging around in there, and and uh, then the door opens, <laughs> and out pops their assistant and our groom. Jason Priestley. Played by Jason Priestley. And they're a little disheveled. <laughs> yeah. There's his zipper's not quite right. Yeah. They mumble excuses about, oh, we were trapped in there. No, yep. zipper problems. You know. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But anyway, so she doesn't marry. At, at first, it like goes to the next scene and the party is happening. Yeah. And I was like, did she still marry him? <laughs> I know. It's but crazy. she didn't. They just crazy. like they just like had the party yep. anyway and like yep. ate all the food and yep. stuff. But so, I, thought, I thought it was funny that. Well, I mean, first of all, Rose to the assistant is like, you're fired. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> I thought that was you're pretty fired. funny. And Jason Priestley, who plays William, yes. is his character's name. Oh, okay. Sees the bride. And in her wedding dress. And he's like, isn't this bad luck? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah. his last line. And There's then, a lot of bad lines look, <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> you never see Jason Priestley again. <laughs> never again. He's on screen for maybe 60 seconds. Do you think... Who directed this? Did Luke I, Perry no. have sway? I don't Did know. Did he just say, like, that's, hey, Jason, come it, be in this for a I second. I mean, it just must be that Jason Priestley was in Canada where they were filming. And mm. Luke Perry was like, come over and play this role. Because they're never together. Yeah. Jason Priestley plays a completely awful, like, unforgivable character who's only there for 60 seconds. Yeah. I thought, like, 
I don't know. I wondered if like he directed it or if he produced it or something. But okay. you look I, up. No, who... I did. I oh, can't. Okay. I can't find any. Okay, nothing. Any like discernible reason why Jason Priestley played this like thirty second role? Really weird. It is weird. Jason, tell us. Yeah. If you're listening. Yeah, Jason Priestley, tell, please <laughs> tell us why. Why'd you do it? Why were you there? Yeah. Okay. So bye, Jason. Okay. So the party happens, and Tish is very like, "What am I gonna do?" And so they invite her to. Not only come live with them right. until she figures out her life, yeah. but they ask her to come be their new assistant. Since they fired the other Since one. Since they fired the other for one. For sleeping with Jason Priestley uh, in the closet. To come come be their assistant. Okay. So then that night, Roxy let and me, Sorry, Tish, let, me, let me also ask you this before we move on from this uh, aborted wedding. Do you do a wedding that big for your fifth wedding? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've only know. been married the once. I don't know so. what the etiquette is. It just seems like for a fifth <laughs> wedding mean, to I go guess, that big. I guess uh, if you have the to money, his own? Okay. yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, whatever right. you want to do. Okay. Well, later she explains like this one didn't count, and this one did That's this, true. And she this kind one of, this. Yes. So, okay. Um, okay. So after after the wedding, they're back at Roxy's house, yeah. I guess, and like dancing in their underwear in right. the in the window in the front window, and front picture window. And Dylan yes. comes over. Not Luke Perry. Not Luke Perry, Dylan. The other Dylan. The other Dylan. Um, comes over and like is watching them dance in the window. Lucas Bryant as Dylan watches them dance. And later we find out this is the first time they've seen each other in like six years. Yeah. Like she's like, oh, Dylan. And she just like hides underneath the window. Yeah. <laughs> and he just leaves. He was wearing. Was very weird. He was wearing a sweater with a mallard on it. Yeah. His clothes in this. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was a, every outfit he wore. Was I didn't understand what they were going for. He was a terrible character. He I'm going to start it right now. And just, Ugh, I, didn't I can't like make him. it to the end of this. We have to just acknowledge that Dylan is a terrible, stupid character. He is. OK. Yes. Agreed. Next day at the bridal boutique. Yeah. But but then it shows the, the bridal boutique's logo and the magic fairy dust goes all over it again. Oh, does it? Yes. Okay. I missed that. And that's like, so we're like in the movie now and the magic's still happening. So I I'm like, that. is there some kind <laughs> the of magic? Is well, I thought I, like, is there a magic element that I missed, I missed somehow? That. But okay. No, no magic. All right. This is not a magical Fine. Christmas movie. Okay. Tish seems bad at her job here. Yes. They're having her like help yeah. people and it's not going well. No. Um, Roxy's mom Rose is now in Paris at some yeah, that was bridal I guess she was gone. thing. Yeah. And um she is just like every two seconds, like, I miss my mom. Yeah. Why is it my mom yeah. here? I need my mom. Yep. It, which is weird for a thirty something, twenty something yeah. year old. Yep. But anyway. Um then Roxy leaves for the day and Tish is still there, like uh, closing up, and Charles, Charlie, Charlie, yeah, Charlie shows up. Who, who is, is played Luke by Perry? Luke Perry himself. Good old Luke Perry, and they have a very like flirty, weird conversation. Yeah, but you know something's up with with Charlie. As yeah. soon as he's there and is yeah. like looking around the place, you're like, oh, oh. yeah, you know. After work, yes, Tish comes back to Roxy's house, I guess, and is telling her all about this guy and mm -hmm. how she's in love with this guy now. And uh, she says, I could take a nap on his lips. <laughs> I wrote that down because what a crazy line. Because you wanted to use it. <laughs> um, so they're talking about, um, about Dylan. And I think this is where she says that they weren't they grew up together and yeah. they were engaged yeah. and he just like took off right and that that was like the first time she had seen him in yeah in six years so yeah so they, they knew each other their whole life they got engaged and then he just left yeah and i don't think we ever really get an understanding of what happened no at least i don't okay no it's 
it's it's more dumb. comes out a that little later, dumb. but it still doesn't make sense. That whole the whole Dylan thing. Joanna Garcia Swisher was twenty nine when this was filmed, so okay. that is twenty something. All right, all right, we'll give it to her. Uh, I wrote awkward conversation about Dylan, so it must have been. Was awkward. it Luke Perry who said you? Oh can't... oh oh! Awkward conversation with Dylan because yeah. then Dylan comes over again. Okay. Yeah, but when they're at the when they're in the bridal shop. Is it Luke Perry who says you can't go wrong with girls covered in chocolate? Who says that? No. Tish says it to Roxy because she's Roxy. trying to pick a bridesmaid's dress color. Right. And one of them is like chocolate yeah. brown or something. That was, that was a crazy yeah. thing. Yeah. No, it say. was a crazy thing. I also noticed that Tish has wears a necklace with a T on it the whole time. Did you notice Does that? She? Like no. Laverne from Laverne I and Shirley. Did, did not like well, Tish. Well, she did. I did not like Tish. No, no. And I. I don't know if she was supposed to be like fun and charming, but she was just kind of like, she was. oh, hi, Tish. Yeah. 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 I found her to be annoying. Yep. So Dylan comes back over during the daytime now yeah. to talk with um, Roxy, Roxy and they have this awkward conversation. Which I actually kind of thought she sold. Yeah. I, I think he was pretty bad the whole time, but I thought, I thought uh, Roxy I in this scene, I thought she kind of pulled it off the whole like, okay, uh, <laughs> see, I, I don't know. I thought it worked. I don't know. You didn't like I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, And then she finally like closes the door on him and he like creepily peers in the window yes. and then says that she looked hot dancing in her underwear. 90% of the time he's creepily peering into windows. Yes. Later he like sniffs her hair. Yes. <laughs> I wrote that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I would call the cops on this guy so, so weird. fast. So yes. weird. Her mom comes home that night. Rose comes home. Yeah. Um, And Roxy is very excited yeah. to do Christmas with her mom. Yes. Uh, but... Her mom has brought home a friend. A lover. A lover. A gentleman caller. <laughs> Whose name is Jack. Jack. Her name is Rose. Yep. And his name is Jack. You got it. Why would they do that? <laughs> and they don't make a Titanic reference. No. Ever. No. I didn't even think of that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I thought you were just saying they're like cookie cutter names. But no, no, no. no. Titanic. Yeah. No. Okay. Rose and Jack. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why they did that. Yeah. Jack right from the get-go is not likable no he is doing everything you are not supposed to do yeah. when you're like marrying uh, into again, a family oh they're engaged by the they're way they're engaged yes yeah she she comes home with jack they met in paris they're now engaged but they have dinner and and she's like roxy's like well sorry i don't have enough food i didn't know you'd be here and he's like well i'm hardly a guest i'm yeah. practically your dad yeah and i was like <laughs> Why would That's you say that? That's an insane thing to say. What a crazy Honestly, thing to say. Honestly, I mean, we won't give it away what the, what the thing is, but I I thought as soon as he came in, I was like, "Well, he's like a he's like a crook." He he's like a See, I didn't think that. Well, when they asked him I just him, thought like when they Ro, uh, Roxy Roxy asked him what he does and he's like, "Oh, business and imports and exports and business." I mm. thought certainly this man is a crook. Like mm. certainly he's doing something, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess the, I think again, like with Tish, they were going for like whimsical and charming, and yeah, it, it was not a good look on Jack. No, the red tux kind of was, but this <laughs> was. Not. I did kind of like the yeah. the red tux yeah. later on. Um, they are just like they're making out in front of her. Oh yeah, across. Oh her. yeah. Later, they're like looking at pictures from the trip and just like kissing on top of yeah. Roxy. It was it's really gross. So so weird. Yeah, and then the mom, they're like they're gonna go upstairs, and she's like, "We'll be quiet." Yeah, it's like yeah. what? It's yeah. One of the pictures is just the mom in a bubble bath. It was not cool. No. Nobody's behavior was no, appropriate, no, no. I would say. So then Roxy and Rose have yeah. a conversation about what's happening. Right. And Roxy's yes. like, this is too fast. You don't know this person. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, she's like, well, we're in love. Yeah. 
<laughs> so the next morning, more making out yep. in, in bathrobes. Right. She's wearing her dad's old. He's wearing yeah. her dad's old bathrobe. Yeah. Like her dad has passed away. Yeah, dead. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Very, very weird. At work. So, so then we, we kind of get that Rose is trying to tell Roxy something. Yeah. And it's like several scenes of her like almost telling her, but then not telling right. her. Um, and she like leaves her at work to do stuff by herself. Mm -hmm. She doesn't want to, to be at work <clears throat> later at home that night. They invited Dylan over. Dylan right. like showed up and Jack is yeah. like, Hey, come over for dinner. Yeah. You're always. And then he says to Roxy, you're always welcome here, Roxy. Like it's yeah, his house. I know it's so, it's so weird. It was insane. So that night at dinner, Rose pulls out these walkie talkies that, yeah. uh, Roxy and Dylan used to use yeah. to talk like from house to house and she's like not into it. No, she's, no, she's, she's trying like, not and to. He keeps, Dylan keeps being like, Oh, come in rainbow yeah. girl. And she's like, I'm not doing this. Yeah, I'm not, she's doing, not this. doing it. Uh, this is where I, this is where I realized. Cause I wrote, wait a minute. Their names are Rose and Jack. <laughs> <laughs> this was the moment. Um, and after, after dinner, this is when Rose tells, Roxy, man, I hate these names. I know that she that Jack lives in Seattle, right? And so she is going to move to, move Seattle, to Seattle, yep, and quit the business mm -hmm. and leave Roxy to, um, to do the business right. on her own. And then this is where Roxy brings up that her dad did he leave and then die? No, because she he... says she says he dropped her off at school and then never came back. So did he get in a car accident? I, I think I, I don't think he like left them. I do think he died while they were still married and together. Okay. So maybe he just died suddenly at while she was at school. I, I don't know. Or maybe it was a car accident. They don't really get into it. Dad's dead. Yeah. How about that? Dad's dead. Dad's dead unexpectedly. Okay. That night she Dylan like walkie talkies her yeah. in her room. But 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 first he's in his room, which is across the way, looking yes. into her room while she sleeps. Yes, watching her sleep. So creepy. Yes, it is. It reminds me of that uh Serial killer? No. It reminds me of the, the Taylor Swift music video for You Belong to Me. I'm going to take your word on that. Okay. Well, they're like right next door to each other like that. And they always like hold up signs for each other. Anyway. Well, that's fine if both people are participating. <laughs> I guess it's the difference here. Um, so he like walkie talkies her. Yeah. And she, Rainbow she, girl. She answers and he's asking if she's okay. And yeah. she's like, everything's changed. And he's like, not everything's changed. And, uh, that they kind of leave it at that. So Roxy decides that she is going to plan her mom's wedding in an attempt to stall to stall. Yeah. So <laughs> she's going because she's like, let's do it on Christmas Eve, which is like 10 days away. They were just going to go out like the next day right. to the courthouse yeah. and get married. Um, and she's saying, let's plan it. I'll plan it. I'll plan you, you your dream wedding. And um, she's hoping that'll buy her time to can like find some dirt. Yeah on jack so that's what she she does in the next scene she like takes jack into the next room and is like grilling him mm -hmm. about what drugs he's done right. and his past marriages yeah and she, everything he says she's sort of like twisting yeah like he has a yeah. wine collection she's yeah. like so you drink yeah a lot of wine a lot of yeah. wine <laughs> a lot of wine in moderation yeah. <laughs> that's what i wrote yeah i kind of like that uh later on dylan comes over with like lights and stuff. So they're all outside putting up lights. Right. Yeah. And 
she takes that opportunity. Oh, no, no. Charlie shows up before this. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so. I didn't write that down. Before, before Dylan comes, it's confusing. Cause yeah. Before <laughs> Dylan <really> confusing. <laughs> comes back, there's a knock at the door and Roxy says, oh, that's probably Dylan. Yeah. And it's Luke Perry. It's Luke Perry. <laughs> so I loved it. Cause I yeah. was like, well, you're kind of right. They must have done that on purpose. It's weird. I know. They so Luke, so so Luke Perry shows up, and they figure out that he's Charlie's son and all that. Yes. And I mean, we're, we don't we don't get much no. in the way there. Just kind of introductions and. Well, yeah, and Rose says that he found she found Charlie to surprise right. Jack. So it kind of made, but it it's s- kind of awkward. Yeah. Cause he's like, Oh, where'd you find him? It seems like they're like a little he, estranged. Yeah. Maybe there's a little, little something going on. Yeah. There. Yeah. Then Dylan shows up with the lights. Yeah. So everyone's outside putting up the lights and Which Roxy. Again, charming. Yeah. I don't know. Everybody's just drunk on ladders. <laughs> I don't know. Roxy sneaks upstairs to like rifle through Jack's things. Yeah finds underwear like leopard print underwear which are they supposed to belong to rose i guess okay i think it was just supposed to be like gross mom's underwear but all right so then she hears someone coming so she goes in the closet and right. it's charlie charlie and he, <laughs> luke, luke perry he then starts going through the stuff yeah here's someone coming and goes in the same yes. closet with her so now they're both in the closet and then Jack and Rose come up and, and start like really going at it yeah, on the bed. Yes. And then Dylan is watching through the window, yeah. all of this happening. And he like falls over. He falls off the ladder. Yeah. And so Rose and Jack stop what yeah. they're doing. Yeah. And go to help him. And then we got a little scene with Roxy and Charlie. Yes. And I thought they had great chemistry. I thought so too. I thought that scene between the two of them was really good. Yeah. And, and Charlie is basically like, look, I don't want them to get married. You don't want them to get married. Charlie doesn't want to lose his inheritance. His inheritance. And I don't understand why Roxy doesn't want her mom to get married. I guess I it's think just too she fast. just doesn't trust okay. Jack. And, and so, also because he's taking her mom away and right, she wants her to right, stay and right. run the shop. With so her. basically, Charlie and Roxy decide to sort of reverse parent trap yes. and like break these They're two. They're going to try and break them up. Okay. And really show Rose that Jack is like a bad person. Yeah. He's, yeah, like Charlie he's, he's is like, like, like oh, let me tell you, yeah. he, he's not that great. Yeah. So they they agree to to do this. The next day they're they're at the bridal boutique and they're talking about how to do this and there's a wine auction. Yes. And Charlie says that his dad won't be able to resist a wine yes. auction because he loves his wine. Yes. But first, we 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 ha- we've sort of neglected to say that Tish, who is like the de facto assistant at the bridal store, instantly has a crush on Charlie. Yes. Luke Perry. And then, well, we said that earlier. Right. But now now it sort of comes back into play because yeah. they meet at the at the wedding boutique place and Tish is like, "Oh, I love this guy." And yeah. here he comes and Roxy's yeah. like, "Oh, that's Jack's son." Yeah. You know, so Roxy yes. has her little thing with him. Nothing really comes of that though. I guess that uh, well I think anyway. an implication, but yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're they're scheming at this place that that um, what's his face? Uh, Jack is going to come by and try in his tux. Yes. So he's going to come and try in his tux, and Charlie, the son who is Luke Berry, yes, <laughs> is going to is going <laughs> to tempt him with a wine auction. Yes. yes. And they they have this like weird flirting. He like holds up some lingerie and tells her that she would look good in right. it. it it's very yeah, weird. she's like, you're not divorced. And he's yeah. like, not yet. Yeah. Brr, yeah. yeah. It's mm. So Jack shows up to show up yeah. to try on the tux. And 
they do show him the wine auction yes. and he immediately he goes for it runs and for they it. steal his cell phone yes don't forget that yes they roxy cell specifically steals, steals his cell phone because um, he left it there so that night is the rehearsal dinner yeah and they all show up jack isn't there yeah. they're waiting and waiting finally he shows up i hated this scene before he shows up though because i just think it's too mean yeah i mean both charlie and jack are like yeah well he's a real jerk what yeah. are you gonna do he doesn't care about anyone yeah and like we tried to call they just make up all of these lies mm-hmm. you know what i mean they're not even Which just they sort immediately of, get caught they get caught on everything yeah yeah jack shows up with with wine that he's purchased and everybody's upset but as soon as rose yes so confusing i know sees what the wine is it's the wine they had in paris when they first met yeah he had to go buy it for their reception yada 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 and all is forgiven all is for i wrote all is forgiven then we have another cell phone ringing yes much like with jason Priestley <laughs> in the beginning <laughs> cell phone rings and it's in roxy's bag yes and because she stole it and yeah. she is 100 percent caught yes there's, she can't there's really no not it. being caught and rose is you know kind of seeing what's going on and uh, very upset. Yes. So Roxy decides after this, okay, like I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm going to do, I'm going to plan this wedding the right way. It's going to be awesome. And she like stays up all night planning the wedding. Yep. Dylan shows up the next morning at the bridal store mm-hmm. and says goodbye. Cause right. he's leaving again. Right. Like anyone cares. No one cares about you, Dylan. Um, but she, I don't know. This makes her sad. She's like crying about yeah. it. And I'm like, I don't know why i don't know he he left her six years ago he showed up for like two days right i don't know yeah i don't get it either i don't know at dinner that night oh so she she goes over to her mom's house and like brings the dress Mm -hmm. and apologizes and says she's gonna right plan the wedding the right way and all is forgiven all is forgiven once again so that night at dinner why did i wrote why did i write hits dylan you know what? I at the restaurant when when they're talking about what this is jumping back a little bit, but when Jack is talking about what a no, when Charlie's talking about what a jerk his dad was and how he left him home alone, and then he does like the home alone yeah, scream. Yeah, I laughed. <laughs> I'm not proud yeah. of it, but I laughed. It was funny. It was funny. I don't know why I wrote hits Dylan. I don't huh. know what that means. I don't know. I'd like to hit Dylan. He's a creeper. He needs to go away. Jack is like making some romantic speech to yeah. to Rose yeah. at dinner and. His cell phone is ringing. Dylan's cell phone is ringing right. and he leaves yeah. basically during the dinner. And you mean Charlie though. You mean Charlie. You're <laughs> See, saying, is that what's happening? Dylan. Okay. You're saying Dylan. So maybe I meant, I don't know what I meant. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, they're, they're all at, they're all at a dinner table. It's, <laughs> it's the parents. So it's Jack and Rose. Yes. And then Roxy and Luke Perry. And who's, Charlie. Who's playing Charlie. Yes. Not Dylan. It's too confusing. I know it is. It's too confusing. Yes. So Jack is giving a big toast. Yes. Charlie's cell phone keeps beeping. He's not turning it off. And finally he's like, I got to go. I got to get out of here. Yeah. And then Roxy tries to chase after him. Yes. And hits Dylan. Hits Dylan with the car. There it is. Hits Dylan. She hits Dylan with the car. She hits Dylan with her car. He climbs aboard and they follow Jack to an empty storefront downtown. Yes. Where they're like watching him through binoculars talking with this woman. It's Dylan's camera. They're looking at Dylan's camera. Oh, it's a camera? Yeah. Okay. Well, then she's like, let me see. And instead of him taking off the camera, she gets inside the loop that's around his neck. So they're like pressed up together looking at this camera. And this is where he smells He sniffs her hair hair like a creepy politician. Yeah. It's gross. And the dialogue during this scene is very weird, too. It is. It's awful. It's like, what is he doing? I don't know. Let me see. It's, it's, It's very weird. I feel like I've said that a lot. It's very weird. So 
we the next day Charlie <laughs> shows up and she's like I'm done with this like yeah. They're going to get married. Well, because, do because we had it. the heart to heart between Rosie and Roxy where she finds out the truth about her dad. Oh, that's, did that already happen? Yes, that's a little earlier. Okay. They're okay. having this whole scene where where uh, Roxy's whole point is like, well, you and dad dated all through college and he was so great. And, and Rose is like, look, uh, even though your dad's long dead and there's no point <laughs> in me tarnishing all of your memories of him. Yeah. He was a monster. Yeah. That he Basically. was like. He lied to her constantly. He was an adulterer. Just mm-hmm. all this stuff that like the dad is dead. Yeah. Long dead. Yeah. So why not just say we weren't happy? Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no point in like dragging yeah. this all through the mud, but she does. And so then, then Rose is, Roxy's a little bit more like, oh, well, a little bit more accepting of Jack now that she understands that her mom's been hurt and this is like a second chance for her. And all yes. That. Yeah. So she's fully on board now yes. with this wedding. Yeah. Charlie shows up at the bridal store. Yeah. And like I said, she's like, it's off. And yeah. he's like, well, it's not, though, yeah. because our company is a bridal a, company. A rival bridal company. That's yes. moving in down the street. Yeah. And earlier, they did mention this company. Yeah, they did. But it was so quick. I know. I, I almost missed it. Yeah. That this new company is moving in down the street and it's going to run them out of business. Well, when we, my wife and I were watching this and as soon as it showed like the empty storefront and the new bridal company, we were like, oh, is this like a you've got mail kind of situation? You know, I where? Seen that. Oh, okay. Well, one <laughs> one owns a little a little bookstore and the other one is owning a giant like chain that's going to come in and take it out. Okay. So we kind of thought that's what they were going for. But it's not really, mm. you know, because there's not there's not really any romance between Charlie no. and. Roxy, which Roxy. I really thought we were heading towards. I really I thought, did. At one point, I thought we we were too. They just had such good chemistry. But he's just a jerk the whole. I movie. guess. Yeah. yeah. There's no and, but redeeming Dylan, him. Dylan is such a creepy loser, though. Yeah. No, I don't like Dylan. Anyways, yeah. So Charlie's basically saying, like, well, look, you think things are fine, but as soon as your mom finds out that like my dad is going to come in here and ruin her business, all bets are going to be off. Yes. You know? So Roxy is crying about this yeah. to Dylan. Yeah. And. Dylan takes this opportunity to tell her he wants to get back together yeah, and he wants to have a second chance at right. their relationship that he ran out on. He's done nothing. No, to, he hasn't changed anything, but fix but it. But in that point he says, you told me to go. And she's like, yeah, what? That's what she, that's what he said. But there was no explanation about what happened ever. I didn't hear him say that. He did. He did. And then I was like, wait a minute, what? But they never get into it. So I don't, I don't know. I don't understand (sighs) it. So dumb. So dumb. Yeah. So rock, they, they're about to kiss and then they don't because the walkie talkies go off or something. But she is like, I can't do, like, I I, I can't do this again. I need forever and that's not you. Yeah. That's what she says. Which I would have been so happy if they had left it at that. I was like, good. She's saying no to this guy. Listen, I genuinely thought that's what we were going to do, that she was not going to end up with this creepster. But let's keep going. That's what I thought, too. So Roxy goes to her mom to break the news. And Jack comes up in his, like, pimped out red tuxedo. like a... Classy... Classy Santa to from the, the office. office. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I thought. Yeah. When he has I saw like it. a backwards beret and like a red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he's all excited, and, and Roxy's or 
yeah, Roxy's like, so when are you going to tell her yeah. that your business is going to destroy everything? And it is so clear that Jack does not know that this I is happening. I felt really bad for him. Like, I felt bad for him, too. It made me really sad in this me scene. Me, too. Because um, they Because both... he is clearly very and sad about it. here's why we had to have the stuff about the dad being a liar and dishonest yeah. and all that. Because then they can react very, like, emotionally to his deception. Yes. And not really give him a chance to explain, like... I own lots of companies. I didn't realize this was yeah. happening. They just don't have that conversation. And so he's basically like, okay, I give up. Bye. Yeah. You know, and they close the door and they're like, bye-bye, bye-bye. You know? Yeah. I, I hate stuff like that. But anyway, it, it is a sad scene. And it I wrote is. here, really I feel is. bad for Jack yeah, because he, he clearly was blindsided yeah. by this. Yeah. So Jack and Roxy the next day have a talk yeah. where he's like, I shut it down. This isn't happening. What is he bringing to her? He brings her something to return. The tux. He brings, yeah, the tux, he brings the tux yeah. back and says that um, Charlie needed his signature yeah, even to though, buy the place. Even though he doesn't run the companies anymore, he still owns them and yes. can do that. And he does. Yeah. So, so he, he's called it off, but he's still just like going to go back to yeah, Seattle. Yeah, like, so I guess that's it. Even though he keeps saying like, I'm in love with Rose and I want to be with her yeah. and, and stuff. So that night, Roxy takes Rose for a walk so they can see the Christmas lights. Rose is wearing the most ridiculous penguin hat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't it understand like, it. looked it. like Wheezy from Toy Story <laughs> <I> 2. <did. laughs> Just on her head. It was ridiculous. It was, it was a weird choice. Well, she's whimsical. She's fun. Yeah. Roxy's trying to convince Rose to, to give Jack another chance and tells him, tells her what he did with the company. And then Jack pulls up in a horse-drawn carriage. Yes. And all is forgiven. Right. All is forgiven. Yeah, it is. We all should is also forgiven. mention, too, that... That in the scene earlier with Dylan and Roxy, she tries to get him to stick around for a little bit longer to photograph the wedding because she oh, can't find yes. anybody to do it. And he's like, no, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Yeah. And so Dylan's gone as far as we know. Yes. And I believed it. And then, yeah. I did believe it. I did too. And then she hits him with her car. Yeah. She hits yeah. him with the car. Yeah. So, so, so Jack and, and uh, Rose go off. And then the next thing we know, we're at a wedding. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yep. We're it's at the their wedding. wedding. Everybody's in a wedding dress. I thought that Roxy's dress was pretty sexy for your elderly <laughs> parents' wedding. Yeah. If I may be so bold. It was so pretty bold, short. It was short it was and very short. form-fitting. Yes. And, and white. Like, why do, you, why do you wear it? Well, it was, it was okay. champagne. It was creamy. But it was champagne. still, I don't know if you wear that to a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. Anyway, so Charlie... AKA Luke Perry. Yes. Is there with Tish. With Tish. They're on a little wedding date. So yep. that's sort of where it comes back. Charlie's never like, sorry, I was a jerk no. or anything. He's just kind of like, okay, yeah. wedding, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> My inheritance. So they have their wedding and everything. And then here's skeezy Dylan in a stupid polka dot shirt. I wrote here. Ugh, yeah. I don't want her to end up Me with Dylan. Neither. And he's just taking pictures and stuff. And then he comes up to her and he's like, so I need somebody to plan my wedding. And they have this whole hypothetical conversation about how he has this, he has this bride and she's like, well, are you going to be the groom? And he's like, I hope so. They have this whole stupid, gross conversation and surprise, I guess they're getting married. Nothing I guess. happened to move this Nothing. relationship at all. Nothing. He left her for six years, came back, watched her in her underwear through a window, <laughs> watched her sleep, sniffed her hair, yeah. and now they're getting and married. And now they're getting married. Horrible. And they like do this. They they kiss, but it's the longest yeah. lead up to a kiss. Yeah. They're like this close to each other yeah. for like thirty seconds. They're waiting before for the they right finally swell kiss. in the music, and then he he like spins her she, in her she, short dress yeah. and she's like picking up her legs she lifts her legs bends at the knees you know lifts her legs and he's just like spinning her around and it just keeps going i think it would have been so much better 
if there was there was no Dylan and it was just like her whole thing was that she she felt like she needed her mom. Yeah. And now her mom's going to go and she's going to be like, you know what? Right. I'm in charge. Exactly. I'm going to run my own business. Exactly. Or and I'm going to be a strong, independent woman. If you keep Dylan as is and she just sticks with being like, I don't think so. Yeah. That's even kind of a power move for yeah. her. You know, then she could be like, I don't need I don't need to couple up with this loser. I don't need my mom to run a business. She just her stories that she just comes into her own. Then I think that would have been really yep. good. But no, it's a <laughs> lifetime movie. So I guess she has to end up with someone, I guess. And uh, she does. She unfortunately, he's a weird looking guy, too. He he's not even good weird. looking. No, not even good looking. No. Sorry to whoever. We said his name. Yeah, he's earlier, in other but, things. Yeah. He's in a he's in a Hallmark Christmas movie in 2019. So you could, <laughs> you could watch that cool. if you wanted to. All right, uh, let's. So okay, what is your 90210 snap? I think it's the same as yours. Okay, that whole conversation about her dad. Yeah, yeah. because it, it, because it just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it does. Not, I thought she was just going to say we're unhappy. You know, yeah. like we we did we made you think we had a good marriage, but we didn't. But mm-hmm. she was like. You know, he cheated on me a hundred times. You know, he <laughs> lied to me a thousand yep. times. It was just like, what? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's either that or it's Jason Priestley in the beginning, <laughs> yes. like stumbling out of a yes. coat room with his shirt sticking so out of strange. his zipper. So strange. But yeah, probably. The, I think the dad, the dad one is because it was so unexpected yeah, and it was. so dramatic and mm-hmm. just turned everything. So that was my 90210 snap this time around. Mine as well. Okay. Kendra. Yes. Uh, <laughs> do you... <laughs> Yes. Did did you enjoy this movie? Uh, I don't know. It had some heartwarming parts. Yeah. Like when when uh when Rose and Jack get back together at yeah. the end. It was it was heartwarming. Nice. Yeah. And I think it's because that actor, like I liked him yeah. by the end of it. Well, he's done a hundred Christmas movies yeah. leading up to this. So I, the man knows what he's I was, doing. I was a fan, so but you didn't really enjoy it. No, not okay. really. I think I think it's objectively kind of bad. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of... My wife made the comment that a lot of the dialogue feels like... A, and they'll say this sort of thing. Yeah. And then you go back and polish it. And I agree. I mean, I think yeah. there was so much of that where the script was just like... I feel like I if they had close. taken just a little more time to flesh it out, it yeah. would have been... It would have been fine. Yeah. You know, honestly, like sitting there on the couch, like eating popcorn and watching this movie, I had a good time. It mm-hmm. wasn't like I was bored and being like, when is this going to get over? Mm-hmm. But I also recognize that it was bad. Yeah. I think that, I think that, I mean, Luke Perry, as, as I learned in Sandlot 3, is just <laughs> very watchable. Yeah. You know, he's just an interesting, compelling actor. He is. It's true. And so all of his scenes just added that element to it. And I also really think uh, Joanna Garcia Swisher was really good in this yeah. as well. I, I like her. She's funny and she she elevates. I think she elevates a lot of the stuff. I think if you had, like, just replace her with a cookie cutter, like, lifetime actress, and you're not going to get the same stuff out of it. Yes. <laughs> the buildup for you yawning was as I'm long sorry. as the buildup for that kiss <laughs> at the end of this. I'm sorry. But no, I think that I think that those two performances really, uh, you know, kind of made it so it was kind of a fun movie, even though it was bad. Here's my complaint, though. I don't really think it was Christmassy enough. Mm. It was kind of not Christmassy at all. Yeah, that's that's like true. There was wreaths. It was more. Stuff. It was more like weddingy. Yeah, I mean, there it was, was a wedding movie. They made a big deal about it, like a Christmas wedding, but like n- there was no like reds or greens. Like yeah. it, it wasn't. That's true. It's like there was snow on the ground and there were wreaths and there was a scene where she was like, "Let's decorate the Christmas tree." Yeah, but, they're like putting up lights. And but stuff. it was not a Christmassy movie. Yeah. So I think that's I'd probably that. my biggest complaint. More no, Christmas. No. My biggest complaint is Dylan. Yeah. He's a he's a skeevy loser jerk. <laughs> And she's too good for him. Yes. My secondary complaint would be it's not Christmas. 
Both are uh, are good complaints, yes. I think. Yes. Both are sound. Well, uh, as as we said, this this is originally a Lifetime movie, so I'm sure you can find it on Lifetime streaming network. Oh, yeah. But uh, it's on it's on Tubi, it's on Roku. You you can watch it all over the place. So you can go and you can find this movie. It's also on DVD. You can check it out from your local library. Your local library. If your local library happens to have it, Kendra's does. Yes. Um, so you can find this movie. Uh, and I think, um, I, I think, uh, I think we did our first Christmas episode here. I think so. I wish it had been more Christmassy for a Christmas episode. Yeah. I wish there had been more Jason Priestley. Uh, me too. Not cheating Jason Priestley though. No. But no. I wish there had been more. There was no resolution at all. Especially you build it to me as a Christmas movie with Jason well, Priestley and Luke I, Perry. I mean, when you look it up on like IMDb or something and yeah. it shows the cast, like Jason Priestley's right there. And so That's like, so why weird. wouldn't you assume that That's it's so weird. But technically, <laughs> it's a Christmas movie with Luke Perry. Technically. So it's Luke Perry's only Christmas movie. So this is the only Luke this Perry Christmas it. special we can do. Was he in like a so. Riverdale Christmas Probably. special? I mean, Riverdale okay. and 90210 Christmas episodes, okay. definitely. But uh, yeah, nothing else. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Yeah. Yeah, you can join us next week as we continue our 90210 rewatch. I'm happy to get back into it. Me too. It's been a little while. It has, yeah. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to get back into it again. I think in the spirit of Christmas, Kendra, we should forego our race <laughs> to see who can end this podcast soonest. Okay. Because I really think we do. 902 and here we go. 